0: Line. that
1: in the body of Christ, that we all should be important to each other. He had a, a saying that it takes a whole village to raise one child. Amen. They also said, each one save one. So we need to know that we are important. We do have worth and value. Regardless of what people say, regardless of what the name says, say, we have worth and value with the Lord. Amen. It may not be with people, but with God, all of us are important. Amen. He loves each and every one of us the same. No big yous and no little me's in the Lord. We are all the same in the eyesight of God. It makes me wonder why we take so much time to try and get the affirmation and attention of people when God who had made the heavens and the earth is crazy about you. We try to get people to love us and to affirm us when God died for all of us. The Bible says no greater love than this than a man should have that he should lay down his life for his friend, What greater love? What, what, what can you find more greater than somebody that's willing to die for you and set you free? You are important to me, so I need you to survive. Let us turn our attention to the seventh chapter of the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah chapter 7. We're going to begin reading from verse 1, Isaiah chapter 7, verse 1. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you that's assembled in the house of the Lord on today, as well as those who may have called in to listen to our broadcast. I do pray that the word of God may be a blessing to one and all. Thank God for your presence. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 1. And it came to pass in the days of Ahaz, the son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, that Rizim, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remala, king of Israel, went up toward Jerusalem to war against it but could not prevail against it. And it was told the house of David, saying, Syria is confederate with Ephraim. And his heart was moved, and the heart of his people, as the trees of the wood are moved with the wind. Then said the Lord unto Isaiah, Go forth now to meet Ahaz, thou, and Sherejad, thy son, at the end of the conduit. Of the upper pool in the highway of the fullest gate of the fullest field, and say unto him, take heed and be quiet, fear not, neither be faint-hearted For two tales of these smoking firebrands for the fierce anger of Rizim with Syria and of the son of Rammelah, because Syria, Ephraim and the sons of Remelah have taken evil counsel against these sayings. Let us go up against Judah and vex it. Let us make a breach therein for us and set a king in the midst of it, even the son of tabial Thus saith the Lord God, it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is Rizim. And within three score and five years shall Ephraim be broken, that he be not a people." And the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is Ramelah's son. If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. Moreover, the Lord spake again unto Ahaz, saying, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it, either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, "Hear ye now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to, to weary men? But will ye weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord Himself shall give you a sign: Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he shall he eat, but he may not, but he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good." For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and to choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be forsaken of both her kings. Amen. We like to speak from the subject from these verses of Scripture, an extraordinary person. Extraordinary is this person. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for being extraordinary. Our Father, now, God, we thank you for the verses of Scripture. We thank you for the presence of your people that have assembled in your house on today. Now, Lord, I pray that you give us a listening here to hear what your Spirit says into the church. Lord, give us a heart to receive what you have to say to us. Lord, that we may be encouraged when we leave this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated.
0: Extraordinary.
1: Extraordinary is something that's beyond the norm. It's not status quo. It's something that calls the attention of people. It's highly and exceptional, above average. It causes people to take notice that this individual is different from others even though he or she may look like any other normal person, is something extraordinary about this person. In this chapter, we find chaos. And this chaos is not necessarily from outside interference. This chaos is happening within the body. So it lets you know that there's, tru- there's trouble and problems that will happen within the body, within the family, on the job. And a lot of times you hear people say that certain things that happen, that people look from afar and look all at, at, at other families, they say that, that something is wrong with them, that they, 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 uh, 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 they have problems. But it let me know here that, according to these verses of Scripture, that these problems do exist in the body of Christ, in our home, in marriages, on the job, wherever it may be. And it don't come from outside interference. It comes from within. Our biggest battle is with ourselves. The biggest enemy you have is in the me. If we can fight and win the battle with ourselves, we can fight and win the battle that come from outside interference. Ahaz was the king of Judah, the ruler over God's people, one who was supposed to look for their betterment, rather than for their downfall. One who's supposed to be a protector of the families and a protector of all the things that they had possessed. King Ahaz, who had sat upon the throne. But the Bible said that Ahaz was married to a woman called Jezebel. Jezebel was not an Israelite. She came from an ungodly nation. And you have to be careful when you join yourself with somebody that's ungodly. A married couple, a woman and a man supposed to be a helpmate to one another. Am I right? This is what God said to Adam. He said, now now she shall be your helpmate. And Adam said, she's now born of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. And so whenever God joins you with somebody, you should make sure that you are equally yoked, that you're believing in the same thing and that you're, 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 you're heading in the same direction. Jezebel, she had her own thing that she had in mind. She had her own personal Agenda. It has had no help. It has even had stopped looking to God. He was looking for self-interest. That he caused trouble to come into the land of Israel. A lot of times we like to point the finger at other people when we have our problems in our homes. We like to point the finger at other things and and other people when we have trouble in our marriages or own our job. But sometimes the problem that exists is with the person that's in the mirror. Ahaz was the one who called all this problem to exist in the land that God had promised to his people. At this period of time, Israel was not a whole nation. They had Israel to the north, and they had Judah down to the south. and they had begun to quarrel and argue with one another. It's bad when you get families that don't get along and they' begin to quarrel and argue with one another. And they had came to the point that they was actually trying to take one another's lives. And matter of fact, the thing that it has caused, it caused people to lose their lives, and they began to make lead, began to make a, a contract with ungodly nations to come help them to fight their own brothers. That's something how you get people that will sit with somebody that don't believe in God, don't know God, and sit down and talk about their own family, and cause destruction among them. The Bible said that a house that's divided against itself, it can't stand. It's time that we come together. If we're really family, it's time that we come together and pray one for another. The solo is just saying, say, look, I love you because you are part of God's body. If we, should, if we don't love one another for anything else, we should be able to love one another because we are part of God's body. Ahaz was over Judah. Ephraim had joined confederate with Syria down up in the north. And Israel and Judah was at war with one another. Brothers fighting against brothers. And while they were fighting against one another, an ungodly nation called Assyria was sitting back watching, waiting for an opportunity to go in and take over the whole nation. You have to be careful how people sit back and watch you feed with one another because they're trying to come in and take a, 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 a stronghold upon you and your family. And before you know it, you're standing before the court asking to be divorced. Or you're having problems in the house and everybody in the house is gone their own separate ways. Assyria was sitting back and was watching. Waiting for the opportunity while they were fighting among themselves, and the word came one thing about God, God loved us so much, He send your word yes, God. God used the prophet Isaiah and told him to go tell him what was going on and what was to come, and He told him that if you don't believe it, that I could call all of this confusion to come to an end. That so I can bring y'all back together and make y'all one again. If you don't believe this, say, so then just ask for me a sign. And you know the Bible says that when we read in Malachi, he said, look, try me. And prove me now here with say the Lord of hosts and see if I won't open you to window of hell. The problem with us is that we don't have the patience to wait to see what God would do when we, when we kneel down and pray. Sometimes we just go through the formality of praying, but yet we don't really believe in the prayers that we pray. And so God tells Isaiah to tell Ahaz, if you don't believe that I'm, that I'm for you and that, that I'm, I'm going to deliver you from out of the hands of these people, he said, look, just ask me for a sign. Anything you pray about and ask me, he said, then I'll show it to you so you can believe that in that day that it was nobody but the Lord. How can you know God is on your side unless trouble didn't hit your house? How can you know God can heal you if you've never been sick? How can you know God can deliver if you've never had your back up against the wall? Anybody ever had something that's going on with them, and they had to pray and trust God because it wasn't nothing that you can do on your own, and God came true right on time? And all God is saying that if you can believe me for that, Y'all can believe me for this too. Sometimes we worry for no reason. The Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Because we see certain things as a reality that stands before our face and we can't see the move of God because God is the spirit and God move in the spirit world, because we can't see God moving, and we see all the chaos and stuff that's going on, we get aggravated, get agitated. And sometimes we'll question ourselves, what in the world did I got myself into? But God is using you because you are extraordinary. You are able to do some things and go through some things that other people won't be able to go through. If you just look at history, how some people have committed suicide when the pressure got too great. But yet you're still here, and you're still bearing the pains of the heat of the day. Because God said you are extra. you extraordinary. God told Isaiah to tell Ahab, if you don't believe that, I could do it for you. Then ask for me for a sign. And look what God said. Look how bad God is. God said, it doesn't matter whether you ask for a sign in the depths or whether you ask for a sign, whether it's in the heights. Regardless of what you're praying, ask for me to show you, he said, I'm able to do it. There's nothing too hard for God to do. And sometimes we don't put God through the test because we're afraid of what the answer might come back. And so we don't pray. We don't ask for a sign. We don't ask God to show us something to to, to prove to us that he's on our side. Because for God to show you that he's on, on your side, then He got to allow a little turbulence to come in your life. You have to allow some things to come in your life so you can really have a true relationship with God. And that's all God wants. In the beginning, in the book of Genesis, you know the thing that God had, 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 had really uh, uh, embraced was the fact that he used to come down in the cool of the day and walk in the garden with Adam until Adam broke the fellowship. And when God came looking for him, Adam was hiding. We've been hiding from God because we don't want to be true to God and let God know, here I am, God, this is me. But God said, in spite of all of that that you got on you, all the dirt and all the shame that you've been through, all the stuff that you didn't said in the places you didn't been, he said, I still love you because you're, ex- you're extraordinary. Yes, Lord, you, Lord. Many are called, yes, Lord. You, Lord. but only a few are chosen. Yes, Lord. Many are called. Do you realize when Jesus was on the scene doing all his signs and wonders, the Bible said a whole slew of people followed him. A whole slew of people, but only a few of them was healed. Only a few of them was delivered. Only a few. And out of all them people, he chose 12. 12 people he chose. He handpicked. Do you realize if you're here today, God has handpicked you because you're extraordinary. He said that this is not for the faint-hearted. Look Look what he's saying here in verse 4. He's saying to them, Take heed and be quiet. Fear not, neither be faint hearted. So you have to be strong to walk with God. Because God's going to allow you to go through some things, He's going to allow you to suffer some things. But those things are only coming to make you strong. But the greatest thing of all is causing you to have a relationship with God. Thank you, Lord. He said, This is not for the faint hearted. This is for those that believe. The Bible says, all things are possible to those that believe. All the trouble that was on the uprise. All these ungodly nations had joined league with Syria and with Ephraim and with Judah. to The fight and war against one another. The Lord said, look, it ain't going to stand. Yes, no. What the songwriter say? Trouble all lasts, last. Always. always. Everything only comes just to pass. Amen. The trouble you see, the problems you're having, the uncertainties that you're going through, you don't have to worry about it, my sisters and brothers. It only comes to pass. Thank you, Lord. Matter of fact, when we... When we first read the, verse, the very first verse in the scripture, the Bible said, and it came, to, it came to pass. Whatever it is, it don't come to stay. It only come to pass. He said, let us go up against Judah and vex it. Let us make a breach. And let us set a king in the midst of it, even the son of Tavion. They was going to remove the king that was in place and put their own puppet there put their own king name, somebody that they, can, that they can manipulate, somebody that they can tell what to do and what not to do for the people. But God said, look, regardless of what they're doing, how many people come out against you? He said, it won't stand. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Regardless of how many people it is, regardless of how bad the situation looks, God said, it's not going to stand. He said, if you don't believe it, he said, ask me for a sign. It doesn't matter whether it's in the depth or whether it's in the Heights, I can make it come to pass. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for a sign. If we only had spiritual eyes to see that God is showing us a sign of everything that we deal with, all the things that we go through, it's just a sign God is showing us that he's with us. He said, I'll never leave you. No, will I forsake you? I'm gonna be with you, always, even to the end of time. Yes. End of time. End. Thank you, Lord, for extraordinary people. People as extraordinary can take a licking and just keep on taking. Amen. Because their faith and their trust is in God. Where's your faith? Where's your trust? Too long we've been dependent on self. Amen. I got a good job. Yeah, I I, I got a good family. I, I got a good running call. We didn't we didn't we didn't put our faith and trust in so many things. We'd have forgot to trust. Trust in God. And that's all God is trying to get us to do. Trust in God. And so God now tells. He has. He said, "If you don't ask me for a sign, now that's something." How, when God is trying to tell you something. You're going, get, you're going to get contrary with God. When God tells him, say, look, ask me for a sign, you know, look what he says. The Bible says, say, I ain't asking you for no sign. Now trouble is knocking at his door. His, 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 his people, life is at stake. But he's too stubborn to ask God to, to, for a sign. Show me, God, that you're with me. Show me the direction that you have me to go. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. He said, Lord, I'm not going to ask you for no sign. I've got this. It's bad when you feel the belief that you got it, when trouble is knocking at you. Don't, you know, the Bible said pride comes first before the fall. And God is trying to get from us some of that built-up pride that we've been having. We don't need you. We don't need nobody. I can do this on my own. I ain't never had nobody to help me before. I've been doing this on my own. Well, it came a time, baby, that God is trying to show you that you need him. Thank you, Lord. He said, a day going to come when a virgin shall be with child. Now, you got to check this out. Now, the virgin is a woman that never been taught. But the Bible said that she shall be with child. Now, that's extraordinary. That, that's something that man can't do. Thank you, Lord. A virgin shall be with child, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which interpreted God is with us. Thank you, Lord. Now, out of all of the confusion and all the trouble, people's lives is at stake. They're about to really go to scores and blows. People is about to get killed, but yet he's saying that God is with you. Isn't that something when you can have all of this problem and trouble and chaos going on in your life? And somebody is saying, Man, God is with you. Sometimes you'll ask yourself, You don't want to say nothing to, to be disrespectful. Man, what are you talking about? Do you realize what I'm dealing with right now? Baby, God is still with you. I don't care what you're dealing with. It ain't too bad, for, it ain't too much for God. God can handle it all. Thank you, Lord. Whatever the problem is, bring it to God. Pray with Him. Talk to Him. Ask Him to show you a sign. He said a time gonna come when a virgin shall be with child. Thank you, Lord. A virgin never been taught, but yet she's pregnant. Amen. Thank you, Lord. She's about to bring forward. Her stomach about to get fat. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said that when the time was coming, the, the Bible said that a star began to shine in the east. Something extraordinary happened. Amen. Just recently here, I believe that was on Monday. Amen. They, 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 had, they had what they call a super moon. Moon never been that bright in the last 48 years, 50 years. A super moon came. Was shining bright as the stars in the sky. Amen. Something extraordinary. God always brings a problem. Allow a problem to come when something extraordinary is about to happen. Right before the, the, the big moon came. This big bright moon, they, they talk about the super moon. Amen. We had an election. Thank you, Lord. A businessman, somebody who didn't have no type of political connection, won the presidency. Talked about women, talked about blacks, talked about the Mexicans, but yet he still won. God is trying to show you a sign that regardless of what all of that chaos that's going on, regardless of how you feel about the election, who's who been, who been placed in the office, God say, I'm still here. And I'm still sitting on the throne. Thank you, Lord. And the Bible said God rule in the hearts of men. People is worried about what Trump is going to do. People is worried about what kind of cabinet he's going to have and what the House is representing because all of them are Republicans. Lord said, don't worry. Amen. I'm going to show you a sign. Do you remember what happened Monday? The big, big old moon, the brightest moon that ever shined in the last 48, 50 years. They say it won't happen again until 2048. Some of us are going to be dead and gone before that moon comes back. Thank you, Lord. Every time trouble hit, God always gives you a sign to let you know, regardless of who's sitting on the throne, regardless of who come out against you, I'm here. And if I be for you, don't worry about Trump. Don't worry about Trump. I'm sitting on the throne. Trump ain't on no throne. I'm sitting on the throne. He's virgin virgin. going to be with child. Something extraordinary is going to happen. Thank you, Lord. They put a, a, a person who had no political connection, put him in office. Thank you, Lord. Talked about everybody. Amen. He said, if I kill somebody out on Fifth Avenue out in New York, they're going to still vote for me. And let you know that, that how the nation, how this world has changed, how changed and how things is going. Amen. While we are praying, the church is playing. Amen. And the world is advancing. Amen. God is trying to tell the church to get busy. Thank you, Lord. We go out announcing. the announcement is go out every Sunday. Amen. We have mission. Nobody want to go out. Amen. We hear people saying things in the political office. Amen. About, about men marrying men and women marrying women. And all the church do is sit back and preach about it and talk about it. But nobody's going down to the polls or calling the congressmen and, and, and telling them, say, look, we can't have that. If you want to still be in office, amen, we just can't let you vote for that. Trouble. On every hand. Thank you, Lord. But God is looking for some extra, extraordinary people. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, when the birth of Christ was on this wise, amen, they had a star shining in the east. Amen. Pointing, amen, to the Christ. Amen. Something is pointing towards the Christ. Amen. Whether it's crisis, amen, or whether it's ISIS, something is pointing towards to Christ, trying to get us, amen, to go back home, to go back to the father. Thank you, Lord. He said the sun would shine in the east, amen, out of all the stars that was in the sky, the one that sat in the east shined the brightest, amen, and it was pointing towards where the Christ child would be born. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that, that when Joseph heard. Amen, that, that this woman who he was espoused to marry, amen, they was engaged, amen, the time was getting short that they were going to be joined together. But before they could get married and join together, the word got to Joseph, man, your woman is pregnant. Lord, help me. <laughs> Lord, and, and Joseph said, look, I can't handle this. I can't take this here. Amen, I got to put you away. But look, I love you so much, I'm not going to say anything that you would be stoned to death because you know when a woman got pregnant back in those days, amen, they had death by stoning. Say, but I'm going to put you away privately, amen, because I don't know who you've been out here fooling with. I don't know what you've been out here doing, but I know that's not my child. I never laid down with you, I never touched you, amen, but I got to go. Thank you, Lord. Look like when trouble hit the house, most men, what they want to (laughs) do, they want to go. Amen, somebody. If you can't say amen, say ouch. Yeah. Yeah, the first thing they want to do, they want to go. I'm going over by my boy. Amen. I'm, 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 going, I'm going to take a run. Let me go for a drive. Amen. I just, got to, I just got to get away for a while. Amen. When trouble comes, amen, God is looking for somebody to take a stand. God is looking for somebody to take a stand. Amen. You say you're a man, amen, stand up like one. Amen. You say you're a man, amen, face the consequences. You say you're a man, amen. Protect your house. Matter of fact, even even the, 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 the clothing uh, uh, business, amen, they got a sign on these shirts saying, you must protect. Come on, let me hear you. You must protect this house. Yes, Lord. It ain't just a sign on the shirt. It got to be inside the heart. Amen. We got to protect this house. Yeah, I know you like that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Joseph said, look, I can't handle this. Amen. This ain't my baby. No, no. But I, I'm, I'm not going to allow you to die. I'm not going to go in and, and tell it out in the public. I'm just going to put you away privately. And while he was saying all of that, here come the Holy Ghost. Here come an angel. Angel began to speak to Joseph in a dream. You ever been talked to? When you're about to throw in the towel, you're about to give up. Amen. Said you just can't take it no more. I thought that this would, I thought that this would work. I don't know who I'm preaching to. I'm probably preaching to myself. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I got to go. I thought this would work. Amen. But I, I, didn't, I, I didn't sign up for all of this. This is just too much for me to bear. I didn't think it would be all of this. I didn't think it would go this way. The angel began to speak to Joseph. Say, oh, Joe, take this out, Joe. Don't worry about her fat stomach. She ain't been with nobody. Jody ain't been there. Holy Ghost is inside there. Thank you, Lord. Jody ain't been around this house. I've been protecting this house. You don't have to worry, Joe. Stay with us. But what I need you to do, get your glad rags, pack your bags, and you need to head down to Egypt because Harry's going to come and kill all the firstborn children. you got to get out of town. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes you just got to move. You just got the bus to bust a move, amen, and let people see that you're not the norm, that you are extraordinary, amen. That you're not status quo. Thank you, Lord. You're not just a church goer. Thank you, Lord. You are a believer in the Word of God. When he received the word, the Bible said, Joseph packed his glad rags and took his wife Mary and left town, went down to Egypt, amen. So, so, so that, so that old, old Mary amen, could have her baby. Thank you, Lord. And after she had the baby, amen, when the star was shining down, the Bible said three wise men. They was on their way somewhere else, but they went and got some treasures, and they bought, brought to Jesus. And, and, and it astounded Joseph and Mary when they came and they saw the wise men and said, what y'all doing here? How y'all found out? They said, We heard the word of God saying that it was going to be a baby born in the manger. Would be to call the Christ child, and we come to see him. We come to bring, we come to bring him some gifts. We come to to worship him. How many people came to the church today just to worship him? Huh? How many people came just to see him, just to be around him, to worship him because he is the Christ. He's a he's a Messiah. He's our kinsman Redeemer. Thank you, Lord. He's our bread in the starving land. He's our water in dry places. Thank you, Lord. He gives sight to the blind, and and he gives the dumb to talk, amen, the lame to walk. He cleans the leper. He is the Christ. He is the anointed one. If you need to be anointed, you need to come up under the umbrella of Christ. Thank you, Lord. And he said that that, that we just come to worship. That's all God wants us to do when we come to the house of prayer, just to come to worship. But sometimes we sit too silent. We sit like as if though, somebody going to say something to us or laugh at us. But baby, when you're extraordinary, you don't care who's watching you. You don't care what people are saying because when you come to worship and when you come to worship, you're not thinking about nobody else. What the songwriter said, forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship. That's what we need to do. We just need to come and worship. After Christ was born. The Bible said that the word got out after he had grown. Amen. And Philip told Nathaniel, we didn't found the Christ. He said, come with me, Philip. Philip said, Nathaniel, come with me. He said, we didn't found the Christ. We found the one that, that the prophets had spoke about. And, 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 and Nathaniel, hey, Philip said, well, well, where is he? He said, he's down in Nazareth. Nathaniel asked the question, should any good thing come out of Nazareth? Nazareth was a small town, not too rich, didn't have no whole bunch of people, didn't have no whole lot of money, amen. It was just a real rural town, amen, and just an offset from out of the city limits, amen, where they had cattle and and sheep and all of these things that people didn't want to be around because they had got so modernized. Amen. man, he was in the Lexus and all of that. While they were still out there on the budget, Say, said, what shall any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip told him his hand, and said, come and see. That's all we got to do, just come and see. Come and see that we didn't join hands with somebody that's extraordinary. Somebody that can do what no other power can do. Whoo, Lord, help me. He got the power to do what no other power can do. So whatever it is, church, that you're going through, whatever it is that you might be dealing with, you got somebody that's extraordinary on your side. He can deal with anything that you're dealing with. He said, come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, and I'm going to give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burdens is light. That's what you need to do. Just come to Jesus. Bring him all your cares and all your worries every day. On Tuesdays and Sundays, I bring this prayer box. And you know what Jesus said? He said, whatever it is you ask of him in faith, he said, let it be unto you. Everybody who went to Jesus in faith, he said, let it be unto you. You remember the centurion soldier? One of his servants was about to die. Jesus was on his way somewhere else. Well, a little girl was dying in the house, and a centurion soldier came in and said, "Say, say, say Master, he said, would you just speak a word? He said, my servant lie at the point of death. And Jesus told the centurion soldier, say, I'm a, I'll come to your house and heal your servant. He said, Lord, Lord, you don't have to come. Say, all you have to do is just speak, and my servant shall be healed. You know what Jesus said? He said, I, out of all of Israel, I haven't found so great a faith. And he said, as it is said, let it be unto you. So when you write your prayer request, write it in faith that God is going to heal you. God's going to deliver. God will open that door or whatever it is you're asking him for. And you know what he said? As much faith as you have, let it be. Let it be unto you. We're talking about some extraordinary people today. These kind of things don't happen to ordinary people. These things happen to extraordinary people. People who can trust God, even in the midst of chaos. Isaiah was that. He didn't get all unraveled. And he was in the same situation that Ahaz and all of that stuff was in. While all the all chaos was going on, Isaiah was still there, saying, what does says the Lord. I don't care how bad it looked or what you might be going through on your job, or with your children, or with your marriage, or, what, or your finances. Say to yourself, in faith, let it be unto me. Whatever God has said, let it be unto me. Money, come it to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Peace, come it to me. Happiness coming to me, you, Whatever that's in this box that we'd enrolled in faith, let it be believe. unto me, because all things are possible to those that believe. Thank God for you. I hope that something we said today have encouraged your faith in the Lord. And to realize that 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 you are somebody in the Lord, you may not you may not measure up to people, but long as you measure up to God, and you know out of the, out of it all, God will prove you. God proved Israel that He was on their side, because as time went on, the Messiah was born, and when He was born, He became. The King. Hail. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. God bless you, saints. Yeah, he come to heal and to forgive, he comes to set free and to make you whole again. Let us stand and we're about to be dismissed. We thank God for each and every one of you that came out.